What is up everybody? Welcome back to the Friday Wrap Up. My name is Jack Graham. And I'm Mac Rackers. And on the Friday Wrap Up, we cover hot topics, teachable moments, and the latest articles that we think will help you on your health and fitness journey. Nice. Big thanks to Mac for doing the intro. I've yeah. seemed to we just have lost it. all abilities to do a podcast intro. We just did it 27 times, I swear to God. <laughs> I still couldn't get it. <laughs> My first take, I got it. <laughs> yeah, you can do it from now on. <laughs> no. All right, I wanted to open today's show up with a question. Okay, okay. I'll give you a bit of a backstory to the question, but I'll, I'll want to ask you the question first because I feel like the backstory will change your answer. Are you asking me or everybody? I'm asking you, but okay. everybody listening as well. You can play along as well. Okay. All right, so I want you to pick the best place you could go to. If you're going on a holiday, where would you choose? The best, prettiest, you know, magnificent place you can think of. Picture that in your head. Now, if you were to take some photos with your phone and then you, were, you know you were going to post them to social media, would mm-hmm. you do it selfie style or just of the landscape? Of the landscape. Yeah. So that was my first reaction as well. Yeah. But then you go back through your Instagram and you realise that you don't actually post um, landscape. You always post a selfie in the landscape. Yeah, because the stupid Instagram algorithm likes your face. Yeah. Um, so if I feel like if I were just using my Instagram for personal reasons... I'd be like, whatever, post whatever I want. But because I'm trying to get people to find me, to find us, mm. you know, I have to do what Instagram likes best. Yeah. But That's my reasoning anyway. So this come up because I, I follow a friend from school and she's over in Europe at the moment traveling around and taking photos and stuff. And I, I was going, scrolling through photos like on the carousel on Instagram mm. and I'm like, oh, yeah, sweet photos. But then I noticed that she's in almost every single photo, like selfie mode. Like, beautiful background. I'm not sure what city. I think it was either Paris or something like that. So, beautiful background, beautiful buildings. And she's doing a selfie mode being in the... And I'm, it's like, when, like, because you go back 10 years or, you know, show my age a little bit, but you go back 10 years when social media started and it was just all landscapes. Like, no one yeah, did selfies or anything like that. So, somewhere along the line, it's changed from doing that to everybody needing to be in the photo? Well, I can, I guess if you're traveling the world, I guess, and you're keeping these photos for a very long time, you can be like, oh, look, here's me in Paris and here's me in the south of France and here's me doing this, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I feel like you should be actively doing something to take a photo of it. Yeah, true. And I feel like, so I've actually been thinking about this all morning, I feel like there's two different things. If you were to have an actual camera, you wouldn't do selfies oh, yes, as much. because you can't see it. But if you've got your phone, you're always going to be doing a selfie, even if it's like a beautiful background and you shouldn't even be in it. If you've got a phone, you're always, almost always going to be in it. Mm. But I know when I've got a camera, I'm taking photos of things. Not the other, like me, yeah. not of me, so. Well, they made a selfie camera. What, are, what does the world expect, you know? Yeah, I'd, but did they make the selfie camera because of the need for it? Yeah, true, actually. Yeah, I just found it interesting. Everybody's like, yeah, I'd definitely post the um, scenery and without me in it. But then, because I, 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 I was seeing those photos and I asked myself that question. I'm like, why, why is she doing that? I wouldn't post photos of me in the... And then I went back through my Instagram. I'm like, oh, there's one of us at Pigeon House. I'm like, 
beautiful coastal view and there's us. Our red faces in front of it. <laughs> from being sweaty from hiking up the hill. And I'm like, oh yeah, well, I do it as well. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> um, all right, changing topics a little bit, I guess. Uh, going back to Tuesday's show. So we just did one on sleep. I feel like sleep is very underrated and a lot of people should focus on a little bit more. Uh, got a lot of feedback from it, which is good. A lot of people interacted and gave us a few comments and all that sort of stuff, which is awesome. We highly encourage that. Um, it's good to get your feedback on it. We can make these podcasts better and better and better from you guys listening. Um, but one thing I don't think we covered in the in the podcast is supplements and magnesium. Yeah, because I we put up a question box, mm. right, afterwards asking people's favourite sleep hacks and I feel like I got a lot of magnesium as a response and I was like, oh, wow, we just totally forgot that. Yeah, and um, I just sort of wanted to go in because a lot of people, and that was probably, yeah, I probably got the most of that as well, and I want to sort of dive a little bit deeper into the magnesium world because everybody's just like, oh, I need better sleep, so I'll just go grab a magnesium um, supplement. Yeah. And not all magnesiums are created equal. There's different types of magnesiums do different things. So one magnesium will sort of relax your brain or your nervous system. Other magnesiums relax your muscles and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, if you've had a big workout or a big day and your muscles are sore, you take a certain type of magnesium to relax your muscles. And I feel like people just broadly take magnesium and not really think about it. So the two main ones are magnesium glycinate and citrate. Citrate. Citrate is what I was going for there. So the first one, uh, glycinate, is more for the brain, so calming the brain and all that sort of stuff. And the citrate is for muscle relaxing. But a lot of research is done now and it shows that the glycinate doesn't work as well as threonate. So magnesium L-threonate is the only one that crosses the blood-brain barrier, barrier and relaxes your brain and calms your nervous system. So if you're actually looking for, because a lot of people are saying they take magnesium to calm down and relax so they can sleep better, magnesium threonate is the best one you can get. Um, so just to give you guys a bit of an insight into that, I just want to sort of touch on that because there's a few questions I got and obviously Mac did as well. So yeah, just pay a bit more attention when you're actually buying your magnesium supplements is what I wanted to get Yeah, at. what you want to use it for. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, today, this morning, I think today, yeah, I've been writing blog posts for the website and um, obviously there's a bit of like research that goes into it to I guess find the content that I want and I was doing one on um, like is the sugar in fruit bad mm. because I feel like it's pretty controversial like there's like some people are really hardcore anti-fruit because it's got sugar in it you know like the I quit sugar kind of people and then there's like middle people which I feel like we are, and then there's people that eat fruit as their vegetables, I guess. <laughs> you know, those type of yep. people. Um, anyway, so the Australian Bureau of S Statistics said the apparent daily consumption of fruit was below the recommended average two serves per day. So Australia is recommended two serves of fruit per day um, at 1.5 serves per person. So I feel like that's not too bad. Like the average is we consume 1.5 serves of fruit a day as and Australians. We should be eating two. And we should be having two serves. Mm -hmm. 
Um, whereas in comparison, vegetables were well below the recommended average of five serves today. Five serves a day. So Australia, mm. every country is. I've been looking at all different countries. Every country is so different. Yeah, right. By the way, it's crazy. But um, yeah, so Australians should be having five serves of vegetables a day, and we average two point two serves. So below half, mm. obviously. And then the average amount of sodium consumption was 1.6 times the recommended daily intake. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. what? And I feel like all of the other statistics that I've been looking at, mainly between the UK, the US and Australia, I, I for sure I was set that the US was going to be the worst. We are the worst. Yeah. I'm actually not surprised. I'm surprised. I, I just sometimes I forget that people don't eat the same way that we do, obviously. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I got this off the Australian, what is it, food guideline? I don't mm. know, off their website. And it says that adults and children should reduce their intake of sugar to less than 10% of their daily energy intake. An average, this equals to about 12 teaspoons. So the Australian government is saying anything 12 or less is okay. You'll be fine. Of processed sugar? Of processed sugar, added sugar. 12 Shit. teaspoons or less of added sugar is fine. Um, yeah, well, this includes all added sugars as naturally occurring sugars in honey, fruit juices, syrups, fruit juice. So not fruit, but those things that I just listed and any other added sugars. Wow. So we should, we, 10% of our diet can be sugar, and yeah. it's fine. That's crazy. Even in children. I feel like children probably do eat more sugar than adults, but... If anybody listening to this goes, oh, that's nothing, go and have tea, uh, 12 teaspoons of sugar and yeah. see how you feel afterwards. It's, it just blew my mind. And I feel like our guidelines are so... They just don't match. They don't make sense really together. Like one thing, it's like... It's like have five serves of vegetables, but then you can have 12 teaspoons of sugar a day. You know what I mean? Like it's not really, a, they're not really telling you how to have a healthy diet. They're just, yeah. I don't know. Um, so everybody listening, we're going to put as much, you know, links and all that sort of stuff in the show notes. I'll try and find this one as well. But the European Union, they're equivalent to the you know, food regulation over there, they've just banned a certain food dye. It's like a red dye, couple of numbers. I oh, can't yeah. remember what it is. Yeah. Because you find that in a lot of like chips and Doritos and like processed foods like that that makes the food actually red. Yeah. Like the flavouring, I guess you could say. And they're banned it over there because they've, you know, studies have come out over there to show how bad it is for you. And it's still out here. Yeah. Like they, they've gone out and said, no, because of these studies, no one can actually use this in food that is going to be consumed by humans. But over here, it's just like, yeah, you know, whatever. When on this website, when they were verifying what added sugar is, like explaining, because I, I guess this website's for Gen Pop, they're like, it's processed sugars added to foods to make them taste better, look better and last longer. Mm. And they're like, we're, so it's okay as long as they, it's okay to have added sugar in food as long as they taste good, last long and look good. That's essentially what they're saying. That's even worse. I know. Like food shouldn't be lasting that long. Uh, it just blows my mind. Um, <laughs> moral of the story though, fruit is good. Yeah. Um, 
it's just added sugar. And another thing that the UK does that I wish that we had in Australia is, I think we might have had it a long time ago, but the traffic light system on their food packaging. So now we have a star system out of five. So if a packaged food has five stars, supposedly it's the healthiest option you can get mm. of it. But that's like, I guess they can put, no, they can't, can. They do put things like muesli bars and roll-ups in the same category. You know what I mean? Whereas I feel like roll-ups should be in the lolly category. Yeah. So then they're on the scale, the mm. same scale as one another. Whereas in the UK, they have the traffic light system. So green is it's okay to consume, I don't know, two to three serves or something a week, I think. And then orange is less and then red is like very rarely. So you should consume this food very rarely. Whereas the star system in Australia doesn't... Like, you can get an Uncle Toby's muesli bar, which is packed full of sugar, and it can be five stars because they're comparing it to a roll-up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And people think, oh, it's five stars. It's healthy for me. Just compared to the rest. Yeah. I feel like... I, th I think America is trying to bring in new something like that as well. I can't remember exactly what it was. And I feel like all of them set out with good intentions, but they're all done with people that have no idea about food. Yeah. And this is... They probably have more of an idea about marketing than anything. Yeah, and this is the issue. And it's done by politicians, but then those politicians um, are sort of swayed by the lobbyist. And it's just like it, ha it ends up having nothing to do with food and everything about revenue. Yeah. And how much money people make. Like, and, yeah. Moral of the story is just eat a, a lot less processed food. Yeah. Pretty much. You can still eat processed food. Like, obviously, if the government says it's okay, you can eat it. <laughs> um, but just minimal. Um, and like, we're not bragging that we don't eat. We still eat processed food here and there, yeah. um, but we just eat minimal of it. And that's not a brag or anything, but it's something we've just worked on over time. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people have the whole, oh, it's easier and it's cheaper. and mm. But I don't... Like it, 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 it is. It is easier and, and cheaper. cheaper. That's why it's there. But and that's uh, like uh, when we go through like to friends' houses or through phases of eating digestive biscuits or whatever, we feel that it's not easier or cheaper on your body. No. You know what I mean? Like we feel like shit. We're bloated. We're tired. We get like pimples and like it's just. Yeah, I feel like, and then like a lot of people out there will be like, oh, I have takeaway once a day and I feel fine. Cut it out for a month and see what happens yeah. when you add it back in after a month. Yeah, you'll actually be able to notice what it's doing to your body. Yeah. Um, sweet. Yeah, cool. I reckon we've rambled on long enough. Yep. Um, <laughs> that is a Friday wrap-up. Again, thank you all for listening to Tuesday's show and having a bit of back and forth with us. We really enjoy that. If you want us to talk about or you have any topics you want us to talk about on this show, let us know. Hit me up at, um, uh, at Jack underscore in situ. And, and I'm at Mac underscore in situ. One thing I did want to say before we go is that we've had a few clients finish up their six-month commitment. So we mm. have three spaces open for coaching, personal training or nutrition coaching. Preferably, Jack's looking for one in person, so someone that he can do one-on-one -on -one PTs with, and then we're looking for another two online clients. So maybe if you 
want to work out at home, but you need a program or you need some help with your nutrition, then that's Or you're not in the local area and you still want a bit of coaching, yeah. you can do the online stuff. We've got a few people all around Australia, one or two international, so we can train you from anywhere. Yeah, like Max said, two there and then one local person to be able to train in person with. Yep. Awesome. Cool. Sweet. Um, yeah, that'll do. We'll wrap it up there. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll talk to you all again in the next episode. Bye. Bye.